Single and Happy in Charlotte, episode 004, Single, Happy, and Shut Down. Podcasting from Charlotte, USA, where Price's Chicken Coop is overrated. Sorry, not sorry. Hey everybody, it's Ty. We're going to do something a little different this week. I do have my guest. Um, As you probably know by now, if you've been watching me on Facebook and IG, I have my girl Anissa coming in. She's a um, tax expert from Durham. She's been in the tax game for many years now. Um, I got her coming in later on. She's going to tell us about the shutdown and what it means for your taxes specifically your refunds and as you know the government shutdown it's now by the time you hear this it will be in its 30th day y'all so that means the shutdown will be 30 days old and it would be the longest shutdown in american history having said that if you do not vote don't talk to me because we are in a mess right now y'all the longest shutdown in history is affecting over um, 380,000 federal employees many employees as you know are forced to work they are forced to work without pay major departments of the um, United States government are affected, including the Department of Agriculture. That means, y'all, you better watch the meat that you're eating. Um, Homeland Security. Ironically, Homeland Security is being affected. But, guys, the saddest thing that I've read so far, up in um, Vance County, which is about 45 minutes from Durham, um, I went to their Facebook page, I'm just going to read this to you. This is just sad. This is, you want to talk about how the um, shutdown hits home? Here's how it hits home. This is from Vance County Schools. Due to the federal government shutdown, lunch menus in Vance County Schools have been revised to a minimum level to conserve food and funding. This was posted on their Facebook page on the 15th. So about um, five, six days ago, this was posted on their, um, on their Facebook page. Horrible, horrible, horrible. No fresh produce will be included except at the elementary schools as part of the fresh fruit and vegetable program. This program will be decreased to two days each week so guys this means if you know you are not able to feed your child um you know a proper meal while while they're home they're gonna be struggling even more at at school is this is just a sad sad situation um closer to homes um here in charlotte you know we have a lot of businesses there they've stepped up to the plate um, to help our federal employees with food and um, things that they need to get by. Um, so far, you know, these employees, they get paid once a month and they already are missing a check. And we're just coming off of the holidays. So, you know, it's bad enough when you have money. Just think about 
not being able to pay your credit card debt after enjoying your holidays and, you know, spending time with your family. So we got my girl, Anissa. She's going to talk about um, this uh, shutdown with me. Um, But first, my hubby is back, (laughs) y'all. We are talking about um, the Super Bowl and, you know, the whole... Cabernet taking a knee and a lot of um, artists they decided they don't want to perform uh, but you know everyone is coming down on Gladys you know Gladys Knight she's an icon who has probably been you know she's she's seen her share of um, racism growing up or coming up in the music game as I, I, I would imagine you know um Gladys has to be pushing what 70 how old is Gladys Gladys got to be about you know what guys give me a second how old is Gladys night she is 74 years old y'all 74 years old that means she came up through um the the real civil rights movement and she's from georgia um hence her song midnight train too so she came up in that south and guys you know i mean you gotta give her her props and you know a lot of people are bashing her because she's decided she's gonna she's gonna sing um the national anthem during the super bowl so I have my football hubby because he had a lot to say. <laughs> so I pulled him to the side um, while we were on Facebook this weekend. And, you know, I was like, hubby, we need to talk. <laughs> and usually when the wife says we need to talk, it's, it's usually not a good thing. But this is a good thing because we're just going to chat it up. So I have him coming in for a little while. Um as always, I want to thank you for wasting your time here at Singling Happy in Charlotte. Hey, everybody, I'm back um, with my football hubby. He's back, Greenland. He had a lot to say on my Facebook page this weekend about Gladys Knight and about how she's performing during the Super Bowl and she's getting a lot of heat. Uh, Kareem, what are your thoughts on that? Share Um, I just feel like um, people are, are getting to the point of attacking um, people if they don't, I guess, share the same uh, views. Um, I don't have an issue with uh, Gladys Knight doing, um, doing the um, National Anthem. Um, it's her choice. Um, and now the only thing I don't agree with for us Gladys Knight is in her response after she got attacked on uh, Twitter, she uh, spoke on uh, Kaepernick. And I think she should have left uh, Kaepernick out of her uh, response. That's the only why do you thing I think. think. She, why, why do you think she felt like she may have to say anything. I mean, a woman of her stature, statue, she could, not statue, but stature, she could have just taken the job and she doesn't even have to be on social media. Basically, she doesn't, I don't think she owes anybody anything, but but I do agree with you. She 
but I don't know if the pressure of social media, um, but one of her um, little nieces and nephews went to her and was like, oh, they're talking about you on uh, social media. But um, why do you think she felt, a woman at, at her level, you know, why do you think she felt she had to say anything? Well, the times are different, um, like you said, as far as uh, social media. You know, back in the day, when there was no social media, you only heard about stuff if in the in the actual uh, media, if the media talked about it, so After you could just not respond to it. You know, it, it, was, right. it was easier. But now, since so many people follow social media, it's like social media is now the, the law of the land. So... Um, personally, as you stated, um, I don't think she needed to uh, respond, but with how social media is nowadays, it's, it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, you're in a bind. It's like, it's like you got to say something, um, uh, because, uh, it's going to keep on, I guess, uh, dogging you if you don't say something. So I just think that, um, that's fine if she wanted to explain and say something. You just got to be careful with what you say. And how you say it. So, so like I said, um, I just wish uh, she would have left cabinet out of the conversation because now that 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 just added fuel to the fire, and now people are really going to be calling her a sellout. I, yeah, I think it, it wouldn't have been as bad, you know. Um, it wouldn't. Have, I think it may have calmed it down a little bit of her response if she would have left cabinet out of her response. Yeah, it, it kind of did something when she made it about somebody else, not just about her wanting to bring the country together for a, a few moments of right. togetherness and peace. Right. So, no, I do agree with you. But you know what? That's quite telling um, as to the, <laughs> the power of social media. And people wonder why, you know, folks be tripping when it's quote-unquote just a Facebook post or when it's just an Instagram comment. You know, it's just Facebook. And I'm guilty of saying that, too. Especially in the damn groups that I get kicked out of. Right? It's just a group. <laughs> but, you know, this stuff is serious. You know, it, I mean, when people have things that... and it, I don't care if they know you or don't. And it's mostly people who don't know you who have something to say. And it's all, you know, that's negative to say. I mean, mm -hmm. you can see two couples, you know, holding hands and somebody's going to make a comment about somebody's shoes or their hair or stuff, something like that. And then, you know, then you, you multiply that by a thousand or a hundred or even 50 comments, you know, that that's going to break anybody down. I don't care what you say. And it right. kind of explains why certain celebrities choose not to even be on social media anymore. Um, it's quite sad that a woman who has won all these awards, she earns all the, earned all these accolades, um, you know, that she, because it is her choice, she allowed somebody on social media to say the wrong thing. And, you know, that made, I guess that would prompt her to actually try to throw cabinet under the bus, huh? <laughs> well, um, when you think I, about it, yeah. Yeah, that's how it came off. The irony of all this, Kareem, is that um, this is the um, 30th day of the shutdown. 
Well, it will be when this airs tomorrow. Um, it's the 30th day of the shutdown, and it's also the day we celebrate the life of Dr. Martin Luther King, who would have turned 90 this year. He's a man who, through fighting for civil rights, worked so that Gladys could sing and worked so that Kaepernick can play football, um, be endorsed by Nike, and still take a knee if he wanted to. And also, the other irony about it is that um, places of history, you know, the, um, Dr. King, he's um, fought so that all of us, no matter who we are, we can take trips to these national parks and landmarks and pieces of history that are, what, closed due to what? The shutdown. The shutdown. <laughs> what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Yes, um, and um, <clears throat> it's ironic, like you said, that this is a uh, Martin King weekend and um now a lot of these national uh parks where people would go and visit they they're closed um i'm gonna keep it brief um the um far to shut down um i just hope that all that's happening in politics right now um i hope that uh people learn their lessons for the ones that say say that votes don't count uh the ones who who don't make the right choice when they do vote and um and and also on a personal note, um, I really hope people learn how to manage their money better. Wherever um, wherever you try to have more than one source of income, or if that's not possible, try to try to manage your money better. Um, wherever 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 through savings or or just careful careful uh, spending, because you never know when you may uh, run into a, a rainy day like uh, what's going on right now and and I hear people say well you know I'm struggling I'm living paycheck to paycheck I've been there I've been there um, but, but you but you gotta you gotta learn to properly manage your money this is this is a different world out here and one one bad uh, rainfall which is what's going on right now and then you know you're you're in uh, trouble but um, I hope the uh, next election, I hope, you know, um, a lot of people have learned their lesson from all that's going on right now. Right. Yeah, the, and the lesson being your vote matters. <laughs> I mean, nobody thought that he would ever get elected. Nobody thought that he would ever last this long. And, um you know, here we are. <laughs> so right. you never know. You just never know. Hey, um, hubby, thank you for wasting your time with me. Um, I'm going to leave you alone now. <laughs> but we have tried to record this <laughs> one time too many. But I appreciate your time. All right. No problem. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the Block Archives, guys. I'm going to read, speaking of presidents, don't you miss Obama? Stay tuned. archives, I'm going to share something that I wrote 
when President Obama was leaving office. I called it Five Ways to Tell Your Child About POTUS Leaving Office. And I just got word that today, January 21st, 2019, Kamala Harris has officially entered the 2020 presidential race. But let's talk about how we may have all felt, children and adults alike, when the Obamas left the White House. And this is on IamSingleAndHappy.com. And this is something that was um, written when Obama was leaving office. While most of us have come to terms that President Obama and Flotus are simply entering the next chapter per the Constitution, which states a U.S. president can only be in office for up to two to four year terms, there seems to be an air of sadness as a couple is moving to another country, as if the couple is moving to another country forever. There will never be another Barack or Michelle. Never. Add to this a Trump presidency and a GOP-controlled Congress. But who is hurting the most when it comes to the end of the Obama era? The kids. So innocent and unable to comprehend, depending on the age of the child, why such a great president has to quit his job. How can parents explain to someone as young as the girl in the now viral video that President Obama is leaving the White House for good? Try this. Step one, explain how, how the POTUS's job works. Obama has a major country to run. It's a country of the free world, and he's been running it for almost eight years. Think about that. He had a country, a free country to run, not just a, part, not just a department. There are laws to enact, conflicts to face, and international meetings to attend. There is also the resistance he had to endure. He will likely continue to endure the hate until his final day in office. I'd want out of office after just one year of facing many haters on a daily basis, let alone eight. Step two, reiterate that Obama is still with us. Judging by the horror in that viral sensation's eyes, Obama is going far, far away. We as adults know... We as adults know this is not true. While the first family is leaving the White House, they will still be in our hearts and in this country. Like most adults these days, the POTUS is moving on to a new job, one that we are sure to learn about in due time. Remember, our president is social media savvy. So don't be surprised if we actually see more of the Obamas post-presidency life online. Place the focus on Malia and Sasha. Number four. The girls are growing and have been doing so in front of our eyes for eight years. Like all great dads, President Obama places his job as parent above everything else. This means with two growing daughters and with Malia going off to college this fall, it makes total sense for Obama to bring his presidential chapter to a close at this time. Keep up with the girls, the next generation of Obamas. Finally, visit Washington, D.C. ASAP. I'm sorry, this is number four. Visit Washington, D.C. Why not show how our federal government works with a visit to our nation's capital? During this, we'll, 
help your child understand the role of president. Of course, with the government shutdown, we can't do that right now. <laughs> Finally, be the adult. Children under nine probably don't remember the time when someone other than Obama became president. Teach them how government works. Set a better example for kids by checking your emotions about Obama and Trump, for that matter, at the door. We have to show our children moving on is okay. And I'm going to give you a bonus tip. Register to vote. Damn it. What's up, y'all? I'm back. Um, and I'm here with Anissa Barbie. She's the owner of Transformation Tax and Financial Services. She's based in Durham. And she's here to uh, just help us make sense of what's going on during day 31 now of the shutdown, Anissa? Really? And that's right. <laughs> 31. Yeah. All right. So I guess um, we could just start off by you just um, telling us a little bit, a little bit more about um, what you've been doing and um, as as far as the shutdown goes. Where where are we at now? What can we expect? Well, right now with the shutdown, where we are right now on the twenty first of January is we are um, the IRS is. Uh, is going to start accepting tax returns on the 28th. Uh, you, the tax returns will be processed. You will get refunds. There will be no new audits, but you will have no one there to speak to. So that's that's where we are right now. Will that change this week or um, you know before they start accepting returns? Nobody knows. Nobody okay. knows. So, as as I um, as I find out information, I put it on on my social media page so that people will be informed about what's going on right now. Because I know people are sitting, waiting, trying to figure out. You know, will this happen? Will my my refund be delayed? Will it be? Um, Will it decrease? Will my refund decrease? Will it increase? Can somebody run the numbers? How will these change? How will these changes affect me? A lot of different questions uh, that are trying to get answered by the individual, and I do as much as I can with the information that I have. But when I get information, I try to make sure that I send it out to the taxpayer so they'll know before they even get their taxes done. And we appreciate you for that. And of course, I normally let my guests, uh, my guests, shout out their social media pages or websites and phone numbers at the end of the segment. But I know people are waiting now. <laughs> so go ahead and let everybody know how to reach you. Okay. So my name is Anissa Bobby. I have um, on Facebook there. I have two pages: Transformation Tax. That's one page, and then. When I do speaking engagements, I go by the name of Tax Chick. So I have a, a social media page called Tax Chick that I, I put tax tips on, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, as information comes in, so it may be twice a day, once a day. Um, so I encourage everybody to like those pages uh, so that you will be informed and up to date with those, um, the, the, that information. I I do Twitter and Instagram, but 90% of the time I am on um, 
Facebook. Twitter, I am TaxChick37. And also Instagram, I am TaxChick. Great. So if you yeah. like any of those pages, I'm, uh, you're good. <laughs> You'll find me. Good. Good. good deal. And if somebody in your area wants to reach out to you and set up an appointment to meet with you, and that brings me to a question that I've been asking you um, <laughs> because I personally do need this answered. But um, I've received a letter from the IRS because I filed my taxes late. Um, I did October. I did it late. And I'm actually doing a refund. And so okay. before I received the refund, I got a letter from the IRS saying, and I got the letter late. But I still had some time to respond. But I, by the time I tried to respond, the shutdown had just started. So um, okay. they gave a website for me to go to to verify, I guess, to verify my identity. And mm-hmm. um, it would not process anything. It would not work. It just said I needed to come into the office or I needed to make a phone call. And I already knew, well, that's not going to happen because... They're not there. Their office is right. So right. now my refund is being held up because it looks like I'm not going to uh, verify my identity. Um, right. Even, I would imagine even if I was able to do this online, who's there to check it? So right. if it went through, it would just be sitting there in, in queue or something. Um, yes. So what do people like myself do if we really need to talk to somebody we have a question. Um, I guess I already know the answer, but <laughs> just in case, what what should people do if they need to reach out to the IRS? Unfortunately, unfortunately, the only thing that you can do is wait. Um, the reason why they're sending you a letter about your identity is because before you filed your taxes and maybe you can go back and look through your mail or something, they probably sent you a letter with an identity code on it. And yeah. when, your, when your taxes were filed, that code wasn't put on there. So that's okay. the reason why they're calling you in there. Sometimes, okay. and, and another thing that I want you to do, and we can talk offline about this too, because this, this is a concern for me. Um, if they sent you that letter, they, there may be an issue with your social security number. Okay. Well, I don't know if you checked your credit. I don't know if you, you um, looked to see if anything has uh, been put on your credit. Has, has anything been put in your, on your name? In your name, um, you may want to, after this shutdown is over, give them a call and see why am I receiving this. It may be that they're sending out a batch just to test, or they right. may have a concern about your social security number. Oh, okay. So that's something. But to go back to go back to your original question, unfortunately, the only thing that you can do is wait right now. They're holding up the refund because that question has to be answered. You have to go into the office, which you can't go into the office because there's nobody there. Right. So, um, and your tax preparer wouldn't be able to give you an answer to that question. So you right. you do have to wait until they they open back up. Okay. Well. There's no need of me worrying about something that may or may not be an issue if, if I can't right. find anybody right So we're just going right. to keep it moving. But if somebody <laughs> does have a question that you can answer, what is the phone number? How should they reach you? They can reach me at 919 
972-8982. That is my, my telephone number. They can give me a call. I will answer that question to the best of my ability. And I'll, I'll tell anybody, with everything changing, with, with things changing every day, if someone tells you they know everything about tax, they just lie to you. So oh, wow. if I don't know <laughs> if I don't know the answer to it, I will find that answer and get back to you. Okay. I will find that answer. And that's that's fair enough. Um, is there anything else that we might need to know about? Um, I guess in case we let's say the shutdown ends tomorrow, how okay. should we go ahead? No, I'm sorry. Finish, finish your 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 sentence. I mean, finish your question. I'm sorry. Okay. So if let's say the shutdown ends today or tomorrow, and now of course if I'm due a refund, I'm ready to um, get on the phone, call the IRS. What? What? Is there anything that we need to do? Just are we just? Is it? Is it just about being patient? Patient. Um, I know patience is a virtue. So. It, <laughs> What what should we be doing, or is there anything that we should be doing in the meantime, and what should we do, let's say, the shutdown ends today or tomorrow? Okay. So if the shutdown ends today or tomorrow, um, I need for you to have that virtue because it's going to be frustrating. <laughs> it's going to be frustrating to sit there on the phone for an hour, an hour, or an hour and a half just to get to somebody. But you're going to have to be patient in order to get your um, your questions answered. And you also have to realize that these people have been on furlough uh, since December. And um, I think you can draw more bees with honey. So, or is it more flies with honey? It's one of those things. So um, we, we have to be cordial. Um, we, I don't think that, uh, if you, if you have a question that you go in demanding, where's my refund, where is this, where is that, you know, um, just be understanding with them. What I would encourage you to do is to make an appointment to go and, and, you know, identify yourself, you know, just, um, you know, show up and with your social security card and everything so they'll know, um, just, just be patient. Um, if it if it shuts down, I mean, I'm sorry. If it opens back up tomorrow, the one thing that I want everybody to be is prepared, because you've already had the shutdown. You were already nervous about you know the tax season, but to add injury uh, insult to injury is for you to get down there and get your taxes prepared, and you don't have everything that you need. You know, so make sure you're prepared when you go down there and get your taxes done or wherever you go to get your taxes done, whether it be tax act, turbo tax, you sit in front of somebody at IRS or you do, or you have somebody independently, just make sure that you have everything that you need in order to prepare your taxes. Because on top of the shutdown, would you want another delay? And I don't think people would want another delay. Be prepared. Please be prepared. Yes. Please be prepared. Please. Yes. And patient. We'll be patient. patient. That's all. That's the take. I mean, if y'all don't hear anything else, be patient. Be prepared. Be patient. Be prepared. Be patient. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared.
be prepared and be patient. <laughs> right. And on that note, right. thank you so much for um, spending time hanging out with me and um, getting, you know, just letting us know where we're, where we are at and what we can expect, um, or maybe what we think we might expect. <laughs> Right. When it comes to the uh, shutdown and your refund. Next week, it's my birthday week. I don't know when you should expect an episode five, but when I do return, I'll have a pair of guests wasting their time with me as we discuss adult peer pressure yes adult peer pressure is a thing also next week child kicked out of another facebook group um this time it's the ijacs group it stands for it's just a conversation singles edition yeah um i know first of all i go in i'm accepted And uh, I see on their banner, it reads, it's without the apostrophe. So I'm already shaking my head. Um, I was kicked out the same day, which is a record for me. Kicked out the same day I was added to the group. Anyway, I was kicked out for, of course, voicing my opinion on a post. This time they were asking about being stood up and allowing a second chance. I know. Anyway, um... Listen, we'll, we have plenty of time for foolishness today, and I will not do a Thailand tip today because today, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, this weekend, he would have been 90 years old. And on his birthday weekend, like I said earlier, it falls on the, we're past the 30-day mark of the government shutdown. So it would only make sense, it would only make sense for me to end this show by saying, make it a great week. And injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Take care.